Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is away today. Governor Gavin Newsom has revived the Delta Tunnel Project today, putting new life into a plan that would divert water from the Sacramento River and route it under the Sacramento-San Joaquin Delta, looking to make it easier to move water around and ease the strain of California's ever-worsening drought. But while it is a revival, the plan does not look exactly like the one championed by former Governor Jerry Brown, with some pretty significant differences being highlighted in the most recent drafts. For more on this, we are joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Jeff Mount, Senior Fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California's Water Center. So great to talk with you again, Jeff. You know, these water issues, as you know, are such a political third rail in California. One analyst once joked to me that it's ended political careers, even marriages. It almost split the state in two over the decades. So why is California revisiting this? What went wrong before? <laughs> it's because the issue itself never went away. Uh, when, when they built the state water project you know, 50 plus years ago, more than 50 years ago, they always knew the Delta was going to be the Achilles heel of the project. So this is because the clean, the clean, reliable water that's available in California comes down the Sacramento River, enters the Delta, which is an estuary, and then they pump it out of the south end of the Delta. And that weak link, they knew that. 70 years ago, uh, has been the source of controversy ever since. And I can put this in a simple way. Uh, The problem is is that what you're seeing is a decline in the reliability of the supply that comes out of the Delta, partly due to drought, partly due to a lot of other factors which are are affecting it. And at this point, you're going to have to make a decision. You either come up with a fix, which is what the the governor's proposing here, or you learn to live with less water out of the Delta. It's pretty, pretty basic policy choice there. And, that, and that's what they're trying to address. So let's talk about the differences between the old plan. Actually, I know there have been a number of old plans and the yeah. new plan. Uh, most noticeably, uh, under the previous governor, it was two tunnels. It was the Twin Tunnel Project. Now there's just one. What are some of the other basic differences? So when they started it, uh, and actually it began in the, believe it or not, began in the Schwarzenegger administration, carried over to the Brown administration, where they went kind of whole hog on it. And there they came to the conclusion they were going to have to make it smaller than they originally wanted. And, of course, this was a tunnel which could handle 9,000 cubic feet per second, which is a pretty, two tunnels, I should say, which is pretty substantial in size. Well, they've throttled that back now to 6,000 cubic feet per second. And that and, and it's, it's less important that you know what a cubic foot per second is. Think of it like, you know, six, almost seven gallons uh, per second than it is when they use the water. That's the key issue here. It's much less about how much, but when, because of its impacts on the environment. 
So by throttling this thing back, I mean, some people would call it a peripheral garden hose, by throttling it back in size, you are actually making some guarantees about the amount of water that you're likely to take and when you're likely to take it. It's uh, interesting because over the years, scientists at UC Berkeley have reiterated the fact that the Delta is dying. And so scaling back a conveyance a tunnel to just one, does that help the, uh, the risk of the, the Delta in, in the future? Well, so uh, I, I'm a former professor from UC Davis where we keep saying, no, it's not dying. It's just turning into something else. Oh. We don't like it. <laughs> and so it's just that simple. But the, uh, so it's, it's an ecosystem we don't recognize. It's more like a lake in southern Arkansas than it is a natural California estuary these days. It really matters. The most important thing, whether they've throttled it back or you have the big project, how they operate it. Uh, this is the bottom line. And this is what people are going to fight over most uh, over the next couple of years as they review the, the environmental impact report for the project. It's how you operate it. If you turn the delta into a warm, salty mess, you're not going to like the outcome. So it really matters how they operate it. And, and I do want to say, this project alone, just the export of water from the delta, is not the sole cause for the changes in that delta ecosystem, uh, the changes we don't like. There are a lot of other things, like we reclaimed 700,000 acres of marsh, turned them into farms, for example. We, we levied off the connection between land and water, and we introduced amazing numbers of non-native species uh, into this place. So it's, it's very changed. This, and just this one project is not going to make or break the future of the Delta. A whole lot of other things have to happen. So the, the way the proposal reads now, it's, it's going to be governed differently than the plan Newsom inherited, right? It's only going to be run by the state. And that's actually the big, the big breakthrough here. Um, and and it, it is interesting. So it's going to solely belong to the state water project, which is obviously run by the Department of Water Resources. So it will be separate from this is what's called the Central Valley Project, which is the very large, sprawling federal project, which sends most of its water to farms, uh, particularly in the San Joaquin Valley. So this one, its primary focus is on urban water supply. So Bay Area and Southern California will get, get water from this project. So it's a, it is... It is, it is interesting because for years the federal government just wasn't being terribly helpful on this project, so the state decided to go their own way. Talk about the politics of using the word conveyance, uh, because over the years we've heard bypass, we've heard canal, and nobody liked that, but now we call it a conveyance system. Which, of course, they all mean the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So in this case, you're moving water in some isolated facility, whether it's a canal or a tunnel, and you're taking the water out upstream of the delta on the Sacramento River south of the city of Sacramento. You are putting it in a tunnel and you are conveying it, you're transporting it, whatever you want to call it, around the delta. So that water is no longer part of the delta. And then you are putting it basically in the California aqueduct south of the delta. The argument, and these, are all re- these arguments are all reasonable, is that what you're doing is you're taking water out of the delta. Even if it sloshed around in the delta before it was exported, you're, make, you're taking that fresh water out of the delta. And there are impacts there you're going to have to mitigate. I want to ask you one more thing before I let you go, and that is the state water project you said under this proposal would be running it, leaving out the feds. Can the state mm-hmm. afford to do that? I mean, c- can they afford this project? Okay, so you've asked a billion-dollar question, uh, a multi-billion-dollar question. Um, 
this 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 project is dead if you cannot get the funding for it, and that's going to be key. And so we know now that we're looking at maybe something on the order of $16 billion, and the question will be who's going to step up and pay for this uh, because it's a state water project. It's not paid for by taxpayers. It's paid, paid for by the water users. So that's going to be the big open question is whether the people who get that water are willing to put up the money for it. But right now the Fed's not going to put anything into it. Just real quickly then, since you are the senior fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California Water Center, you're a scientist, uh, formerly from UC Davis. What is the science behind this and does the Public Policy Institute of California Water Center support it? Okay, so, you know, we're, we are strictly nonpartisan, steer it down the middle, make everybody mad sometime kind of organization. So uh, we will not, we're not likely to say this is a good idea or a bad idea, but here's what we've said for the last 10 years. The last 10 years we've said you are facing a stark choice in the Delta. You either live with less water from the Delta because of declining reliability or you build a structural fix to maintain that reliability. That is a policy choice. And that's what you elect people to do for you, is make that choice. Jeff, great information, and we will tap you again for sure. Jeff Mount, Senior Fellow at the Public Policy Institute of California Water Center. And you can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and whenever you get your podcasts. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.